Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today is Episode 6, The Top 10 Reasons to Love Ivy League Football. The early days of college football has the signature of eight institutions that would later mark the Ivy League. At these schools, student-athletes competed at the highest level since 1869. National championships abound. Teams posted numbers that would today seem simply unfathomable. Epic, hard-fought games that would become gridiron classics. Brown, Columbia, Cornell, Dartmouth, Harvard, Penn, Princeton, and Yale have a history to make even the most ardent football fan savor. Well, here is our countdown at number 10, 1970 Dartmouth. The Dartmouth Big Green posted a perfect 9-0 record. The Big Green defense led the nation in total defense. They posted six shutouts, four consecutive shutouts to close out the season. They were awarded the Lambert Trophy, the best team in the East. Only one team got within 23 points of the Big Green that season. 9. 1932 Brown The Brown Bears defeated seven consecutive undefeated teams before losing its final game of the season to an undefeated, untied, unscored-upon Colgate team. In their seven victories, Brown allowed a total of 21 points. The one game they lost, coincidentally, 21 to nothing. 8. Steve Sabo The Penn Quakers coach Steve Sabo's first two seasons were back-to-back 0-9 seasons. In the first season, the Quakers scored 74 points when shut out twice. In the second season, the Quakers scored 34 points when shut out five times. The next three seasons, the Quakers won a total of 11 games. Then, in 1959, the Quakers started the season with three consecutive shutout wins, outscoring their opponents 57 to nothing. The Quakers tied National Powerhouse Navy and suffered their only loss to Harvard. Sable's Quakers, a seven-win, one-loss, one-tie team, capped one of the most remarkable turnarounds in college football history, and they won the Ivy League championship. 7. A Turbulent Decade for Cornell From 1931 to 1940, everything that could happen did happen to the Cornell Big Red. The decade began with a 7-1 season, where the Big Red defense posted six shutouts. The only touchdowns they allowed occurred in their lone loss of 14 to nothing at Harvard. The 1935 Big Red team was winless, going 0-6-1. The 1939 team ran the table, 8-0. And in 1940, on November 16th, the Big Red entered the game riding an 18-game unbeaten streak. With only seconds to play, Dartmouth led 3-0, and on fourth down, Dartmouth deflected a tip pass, and mistakenly, the referees indicated it was now fourth down. Cornell quarterback Walter Scholl threw a touchdown pass and the game was over. Two days later, the Big Red declined the victory, admitting the game was won on a fifth down. Number six, the 44-game losing streak ends. The Columbia Lions 1988 graduating class never saw a win. The Lions entered the October 8, 1988 game with a then-record 1A-44 game losing streak against the Princeton Tigers. Down 13-9 with a little over five minutes remaining, the Lions' Solomon Jackson scored on a two-yard run. On the game's final play, the Tigers missed a 48-yard field goal 
and the Lions fans tore down the goalposts and carried them onto campus. 5. The Birth of College Football The first football game in college football history occurred on November 6, 1869, in New Brunswick, New Jersey. With 25 men on each side, where the rules dictated no passing, no running, players were allowed to kick or hit the ball to get it over the goal line, which was 100 yards away from the other goal line. The idea really stemmed from a Rutgers student, William Leggett, who issued a challenge to Princeton to play the new game for retribution of a brutal Princeton victory over Rutgers in baseball three years earlier. 4. 1988 Yale, 13-0 The Yale Bulldogs' average win was by a score of 54 to nothing. The Bulldogs shut out every opponent and scored over 60 points six times. Yale beat Wesleyan 105-0, and the closest game was a 10-0 shutout over Princeton. Their coach, legendary Walter Camp. This was one of just 11 teams in Yale history that did not allow a single point. 3. Harvard Beach Yale, 29-29 On November 23, 1968, the Harvard Crimson ended the game 8-0. The Yale Bulldogs entered the game 8-0. The Ivy League title was at stake for arguably the Ivy League's most intense rivalry, maybe the most intense rivalry in all of college football. The Crimson trailed the game 29-13 late in the fourth quarter. Then the Crimson went on a 14-play, 86-yard drive to close the gap to 29-21 with 42 seconds remaining. A successful two-point conversion, a recovered onside kick, followed by a 14-yard run and a face mask penalty, all went to set up the famous or infamous last play with four seconds remaining. On the last play, quarterback Frank Champy avoided a fierce pass rush and found halfback Vic Gatto in the end zone, and with no time on the clock, Champy hit Pete Varney to complete the comeback. 16 points in, if you're counting, 42 seconds. The next day, the Harvard Crimson ran the headlines, Harvard Beach Yale 29-29. 2. Walter Camp Walter Camp, the Bulldog coach from 1888 to 1892, had a 68-2 record, posted three unscored-upon, undefeated teams in his five years. In 70 games, his defenses posted 66 shutouts. In four other games, his defense allowed a mere 43 points. 1. The Game It is a college football rivalry like no other, a gridiron war that has endured since its inception in 1875, in which the Yale Bulldogs defeated the Harvard Crimson 4 to nothing. Yale is the oldest, Harvard the third oldest, college in the entire country. The Harvard Crimson had 42 consecutive winning records from 1881 to 1923. The Yale Bulldogs won 19 college football national championships. 11 unscored-upon undefeated teams in their storied history. There have been six scoreless ties. Largest margin of victory, 1957, 54-0 Bulldog victory. Second largest, 1884, 52-0 Bulldog victory. In the second half of a game in 1892, fans got to see the inception of Harvard's flying wedge, where flyers fused together and formed a human arrow or shield as a speedy halfback followed behind. The 1952 game is remembered for the insult. The Bulldogs' team manager, Charlie Yeager, was inserted into the game to catch a two-point conversion to add insult to injury to a 41-14 blowout. The 1968 game was the comeback of the ages. 
as the Crimson scored two touchdowns and two two-point conversions in the final 42 seconds to secure a 29-29 tie. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.